are listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense, it's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power welcome to power producer shop top we're going to talk about marketing drops today post covid mm. post covid marketing post-COVID. drops i think i think it's changed man i really do it I, mean, has. I, I hear this i hear this from a lot of people and I mean, this is as much for us getting back in the game and being ready to roll as it is anything else. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm hearing from a lot of people that are out there doing doing their their drops that nobody's home. You know, they're they're going out. Right. People aren't there. People are are taking. Um, I, I think it's kind of like there's three things, right? There's, they're either not there, they're taking ridiculous precautions. Yeah. Or they're like ready to just come in and give you a sweaty hug. And they're like they, they're so yeah. happy to see people right. that you know they don't care. So it's interesting. I, to th- I think of though that I mean ultimately I don't care if if the person's there or not. Like that's not why I'm doing the drop. If they're there and I can talk to them, that's a bonus. But I'm just trying to get the correct info and and well, introduce I, I'm, myself. I'm talking about like the whole company's not there. Oh, okay. Like everybody's working remote. There is no gatekeeper. The door's locked. They may not even be coming back to this location to work anymore. That's hmm. what I'm talking about. That I mean, yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people. I think it probably depends geographically on where you yeah, are. Definitely. But I, I don't think we'll run into that as much here. I, no. I just don't. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Um, but I do agree that it has changed, um, and, and that it's not the same field we were playing in before. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm kind of anxious, like, to think about some of the things that we're gonna do that are different, and I'm I really think that from from our standpoint, with the tools that we have available to us, specifically with pro writers, that cyber's the huge angle. I mean, I've been saying cyber's so, the, the angle for yeah. a long time, but I think it's a huge angle now. And again, this goes back to what we were talking about in getting past the gatekeeper. This is one of those things where you can be dumb as a sack of hammers and you can still make some forward progress. I remember early on um, in my time here at Florida Risk where I basically did research on the front end for a, a, a number of companies that I was going to drop on. And then because for the, for the cyber quotes, we don't need hardly anything. We need their website. Nope their revenue and their address. And so I was able to get like, I don't know, 30, 30 quotes for, for these various companies. And then, you know, you, you co-brand it or whatever. And I walk in 
you know, say whatever I'm going to say to the gatekeeper. And then I'm able to leave them a freaking cyber quote there for their business. And, 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 you know, and it's like, oh, okay, this person is for real. They're not here just, you know, um, on, on a whim or whatever. This was, they're here for a reason. Uh, I so think there's three I, things that have to happen though in that mar in in the actual collateral that you leave. I think that you need to have the vulnerability assessment, which comes from yeah. pro riders will give you multiple vulnerability assessments. Right? You can go in. You can. And by the way, for anybody listening to this that doesn't know this, you could also just take all of the prospects that you're going to call on in a single spreadsheet, send it to them, and they'll do this for you and send it back. But I think the three things that have to be in there are a, the vulnerability assessment showing that there are p potentially significant Holes. issues. Yeah. B, um, and part of when, when they package that, they give you some of the risk management tools that they have available to fix those things and the resources to mm -hmm. fix those things. The second thing is the, the pricing indication, right? The pricing yeah. that shows, hey, this isn't an overly expensive problem to fix right now. And then the third thing is something about the agency capabilities as far as what we specifically can do to help them that yeah. makes us attractive as an option as opposed to just anybody else out there. And I think that if you mm -hmm. have those three things in there, you have three talking points. You know, we talked about in the gatekeeper deal, just keep the conversation going. But you have three talking points. And there's a I think there's a pretty good chance, man, that you can get to the you can get to the right person. Well, yeah, and I mean that's one of the things that's changed, right? So right now there's more cyber exposure for companies than there ever has been, especially if people aren't at the office. You know, if they're working from home and and you know, people aren't there or half the staff is there or whatever they have an even bigger exposure. I mean, they could be on unsecured networks, like any number of, they could be working on any device and, and that's not secure. Like there's a whole list of things that could be going on there. And it's just an easy conversation starter given the climate of, you know, uh, businesses today. So I think, I think that that's a, that's, I mean, that and the workers comp are just for, you know, for us obviously are just two, really easy conversation starters and ways to get in the door um, that don't require like any skill. Yeah. And why is that? Because we have information before we ever go in. Right. Right. So for us in Florida, for many states, you have the ability to get information about workers comp. And if it's an NCCI state, you have the ability to pull the experience mod Every time I say this, I get emails, you're wrong. It, you know, it's you're not allowed to pull the mod without an authorization letter. No, sir. Can't or pull the worksheet. You're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You can pull it. And by the way, if you've ever tried to pull something that requires authorization from NCCI, I would it would be easier for me to wire money from my bank account, you know overseas while I'm traveling overseas than it is to pull something without knowing that you're violating the terms. Like it prompts you two or three times that this is something, do you, do you want to proceed without uploading it? They give you the ability to upload it, but do you want to proceed without it? When you go to pull the mod, it doesn't give you any of those prompts. If there was a problem no. with you pulling the mod, you would know it. You're allowed to have the mod. You're not allowed to have the mod the, worksheet. The worksheet. Yeah. And so I'm not telling everybody that you should pull it before you go in, but until you get things dialed in, right? So one yes. of the things for me, this this is this is what I know after 20 years. If I'm going to do residential service contractors, 
I know for a fact that if I am focusing on those residential service contractors that are between twenty-five and fifty thousand in revenue, now granted, that's a little bit of a guessing game for me based on the information that I'm able to glean online. But I'm I'm fairly close most of the time. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to focus on those, I know that if I pull a hundred experience mods in Florida on residential service contractors, historically, at least. 67%? Nope, I'm going to go with 40. Okay. At least 40 of those will be 1.0 or higher, okay? Now, a good number of them are are lower than that, but at least 40 of them are 1.0 or higher. That costs me $600 to do that. Now, I'm going to let everybody stop complaining about the fact it costs $600 to do that because you're able to hear me say that, but you haven't done the math yet, right? So I have pulled... 40 opportunities that are at least $25,000 in agency revenue, and it cost me $600. Hit hit one out of 40, and you're good. (laughs) Well, I have just basically bought a potential million-dollar-plus revenue stream for the agency for $600. You hit one, and it's irrelevant, right? But even Mm. if you don't hit one this month, don't quit doing it because you're eventually going to hit and you're you're going to be well-equipped going in the front door. And so that's the thing. Like, if you know that, you have so much more confidence walking in the front door and I'll print it out, right? If I go in and I'll I'll say, hey, you know, just out of curiosity, are you happy that you're paying at least 40% more than your peer group for workers' comp? Mm-hmm. The guy's like, we're not paying 40% more. Oh, really? Wham! There you go. Yeah. There's your experience mod. According to that, you're paying 40% more than your peer group. Then you can get into the conversation. Do you understand the mod? Do you know how it works? Because many times, these people talk, right? You might have like a whole gaggle of people that have crappy mods that are buddies that are talking about, my workers' comp went up to this, my workers' comp went up to that. They're all paying roughly around the same amount. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. It's because you all suck. Yeah, <laughs> one is average. Not Joe and Billy, Bob and Johnny at the pub. They're not average, right? They're they're, they're all as bad as you are. You got to focus on what NCCI says. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge advantage when you're walking in to to know that. The other thing, again, for us, and I understand people that we're talking about workers' comp, but you can get this information from sources online. Depending on your state, it's not just workers' comp. There are pro, there are places you can go get X dates on the other lines of coverages out there. So you might have this on the GL, you might have this on the auto or whatever else. But for me, the other thing is knowing who the carrier is, right? Because we know, for example, that in Florida, and look, we represent Guard. Guard has their place in our agency. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything negative to say about them. I'm I'm talking about facts. We know that if it's with Guard on the workers' comp, several things. Number one, there's not going to be a dividend unless it's one of the two industries, I think, maybe three, that they have a dividend filed for, none of which fall mm-hmm. inside of our appetite. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number one, they're missing out there. Number two, it's a high likelihood they're with ADP because ADP right. is the single largest writer for guard workers comp in the country. So mm-hmm. there's a high likelihood there that they're with ADP as well. So we know that going in. We know which, that if uh, they have... Yeah, I was going to say the importance of that fact is that there's no support 
on the workers comp side of things if 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 they're just you know sitting there with ADP like they don't they're not insurance agents they don't have any type of I mean if if a claim happens they're not going to get the support that they would from an independent agent they're not going to um, you know, have any of that. They're not going to have any type of loss control stuff. They just have a workers' comp policy. They get a claim. You know, it goes on their mod, and that's that's the end of it. You know, there's never yeah, there's any discussion. So many, there are so many things that we can talk about just relative to that, right? So, number one, we know that they're with ADP. So, if we have a payroll solutions provider that we can bring in to help them on the payroll side, that will help our chances. We know that they're probably not gonna have much, if any, support in the event of a claim. We mm-hmm. know that there's not a dividend. We know that their mod is not right, or is, is not, not good. good. Yeah. And, and we know that if they come back and say, well, I am getting all of that, and they're giving me human resources, we know that we have you know, what is now Mineral, formerly Think HR, in our tool belt, that we can say, well, we have all of that. I mean, our clients no no additional cost for you. Yeah, and so then then that opens their eyes a little bit. But it goes back to, (laughs) I I just think that cold calling typically has been somebody walking in, leaving a business card, and saying, "I can help you with your insurance needs." Right? There's not a whole bunch of research that who's going to call like who Uh, who is going to call that person except for the person that's having you know, insurance problems, Who who's not or an the ideal... person that shops it. Yeah. The person who shops every year. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's just not, but I'm glad that there's those people out there that are still doing that because it's easy to take business from them. But anyways, right. Right. And so I think that that goes back to what we talk about all the time. You, you got to be prepared. You, you, I mean, know what yeah. you're walking into. You know that if that if you're walking into that situation from the workers' comp, or if it's a cyber play, you know walking in, it, you know, if there's a bad vulnerability assessment, you'll know that. You'll know what some of yeah, the you issues got are. You'll know. And so you then, so people, pay, pay attention to this. You, you don't just get that information and know that walking in. You formulate the questions you're going to ask when you're there around the information that you have, right? Mm-hmm. Like now you now it's an open book test. You know the things that are there. The question isn't did you know your experience mods are 1.5? No, that's not the question. They very well may know that. They may not understand what it is. Yeah. But you, you can talk about the can, impact that that's having on them. Or or even just hey, you know, I know that you're probably aware that your experience mods are 1.5. Talk to me a little bit about what you've been doing to try and bring that down so that you're not paying at least 50% more than your peer group for workers comp. What what are the things that you're doing? How has your current agent or agency that you're working with helped you in that process? What types of resources have they given you? Talk to me about your hiring process and how you screen. I mean, you it's just a laundry list of things. But again, if you go back to it, it, it it's not just the gatekeeper you want to keep the conversation going with. It's literally every portion of the sales process, whoever mm-hmm. you interact with, you need to get them engaged in conversation. And by planning those questions, you're you're establishing like again, going back to what you said, walk in like you're supposed to be there. Okay, that's a perception originally. Now it's a reality because they're like, 
wow, this, this dude's game's tight. Like he, he knows what it is that he's talking about. He's put me on the spot. I don't really have answers to his questions. And I'm a little bit irritated about the guy I'm buying insurance from or the lady yeah. I'm buying insurance from right now because I don't have the answers to these questions and they should make sure that I do. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think your point about the preparation is key. I mean, I know how we typically do it here. Like, you know, before COVID, what I was doing is on Fridays, um, you know, I have a section of my day blocked off to do research on companies that I'm going to drop on the following week on Tuesday and Thursday or Tuesday and Wednesday or whatever, whatever day it was, just not Monday or Friday. Um, so, you know, I'm going to different, I'm obviously going to go to their website, but I'm going to these different databases. I'm figuring out what carrier they're with, you know, potentially if they're a good enough size account, what their mod looks like. I'm not going to look up every mod before we go in. I think that's um, just not a, a good use of time or um, money, but uh, you know, I'm going to go to reference USA and see what it's showing there for um, I mean, that, that website is super useful that I, I know we've talked about like free tools before on our shop talk um, episodes, but that's one that I think most people probably don't either know of or, or use, but there's so much information that you can get from there. You get company size, you get, um, you know, who their competitors are, you get their, uh, you can, I think it's got credit stuff on there. It's got, you could literally uh, live in there, right? Like yeah, you don't right. even need to go anywhere else. Honestly. So I'll spend a few hours pulling information from there and get this together point, a little bit of a game plan. Reference US, yeah, reference USA slash data axle and just live in that environment and it's going to give you everything you need. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what Friday looks like is getting all that stuff together and preparing the, um, you know, the, the drops for the, for the week to come so that I'm ready to rock and roll when Tuesday morning rolls around. I've got, got them all plugged into my app, you know, um, in, in terms of rotation of, of where I'm going and it, you know, it, uh, it, it it puts them in a, a rotation that makes sense as far as your time of driving and where you're trying to end and and so forth. Um, yep. Did I lose you? You still there? No, I'm here, man. You lost me. Your internet was cutting in and out just a little bit, but no, I'm just sitting here processing the fact that I need to go get my wig busted by the booster. Honestly, is where I was going with that. So that being said, I mean, I think at the end of the day, all we really need to worry about is what we're doing for these for these uh, drops. I mean, educate yourself, be done with it, go in there with questions prepared and ready to go, and you're going to ultimately be successful. That's it. That's all I can tell you. Take the time to put in. It's an investment. The more time you spend on the front end, the better the results on the back end, period. Everybody have a great weekend. We're out. See you. You've been listening to Power Producers Shop Talk. You can follow us at the Power Producers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to take your game to the next level, check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit Amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book, The Extra Two Minutes.